Welcome back, guys, another episode of the Less of a Man podcast, uh, the podcast that teach you or try to teach men whatever they're going through, whatever they're feeling, they're never less of a man. We have all of us here today, and we're going to start with our mental health check. I don't even care about the mental health check. Let's just talk about Valentine's Day. How how did you guys Valentine's Day go? Because we was- I was going on in my life where I didn't need a mental check. <laughs> I want to do Valentine's Huh? So, then Shar, you were the first one. How was your Valentine's Day? Oh, it was low key. What did, what did Mary folk do? Oh, we didn't do nothing. I mean, we actually that was it. Have decided, we decided like seven years ago to, to not do Valentine's Day, but we typically go out. The, we typically go like buy each other something the day after. So on Valentine's Day night. I think we end up going to like the we just we went grab something to eat and then came back home and chill. So my Valentine's Day was low key. Right, oh, and by the way, when I went to buy the candy that evening, they didn't have any more Valentine's Day candy left in there. Waited till the next day. Yeah. Well, next day in the evening. So when I went there, there was literally no candy left. So I guess everybody was just trying to get their Valentine's Day on this year. All right, what about you, Raw? Oh, mine was great. I went to Dominican Republic and we had a great time. Drunk as hell and a lot of sun and water. A lot of hand stuff. Hand stuff? Hand stuff, yes. That's what a jar and Shanita do, hand stuff. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> no, it's a lot of physical stuff, but not too much hand stuff. I don't stuff. know what hand stuff is. Like, what is hand stuff? <laughs> That's what I do with Charles. Like when they would talk, I was talking to them because on my Valentine's Day, I had called and I was like, what do married people do on Valentine's Day? Because this is my first one, married. So I'm like, what do we do? And I, it was just very low key. I, I just wanted to make sure I was on par with everybody else. It was very. I mean, it's your first Valentine's supposed to be on the top end. I mean, it's a steady decline once you get the year. <laughs> once you get to the year. Much you could do really in these COVID times. You kind of yeah. have to make here kind of on and popping so I, I made brunch and we just we got food and just watch movies um we watched the i think it was called the week of it's an adam sandler movie with chris rock on netflix oh that good it was <laughs> i enjoyed it but that's how we that's how we spent our night so very low key ej how was your valentine's you produced a wild card that's why i had to go last man you are not speaking right now um, yeah, no, it was good. Um, coming to Florida, oh. we went to Margiano's. Hold on, you going, you going low. You going low. Oh, um, my Valentine's Day was good. Um, a friend took me to Margiano's, so we hung out and talked. That's why of you were laughing. Your friend name? Shout out your friend that took Margiano's. No. Um, but, um, <laughs> um it was cool. I bought myself some um, candy. And then the next day at work, um, the one kid that I was mentoring had given me a box of candy. He said, here. And I was like, okay. He just left. He's kind of awkward, but he's a, a really good kid. So, Is that the only thing you did? That the only <laughs> thing you did? That's so what happened that? after No, that no, no, no. Let's talk about that video with you opening your shirt all slowly and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the OnlyFans. Oh, like, I can't take it anymore. Like I was like, dude, man, like 1990s R and B and shit. Uh-huh. 
It was actually Meek Mill and Chris Brown. So it, they were sampling in 1990s. But I wasn't the only person that had their chest out that weekend. So I was, I was on the beach. Okay, yeah. but you had taken photos with your chest out, so it doesn't beach. matter. You, st- yeah, I was beach is a normal place. To have. My point, my point is okay. that I was not the only one. That's all. And you were regardless of the setting. But we felt like Rodden was more appropriate, appropriate considering where he was. Like you're just randomly in your room opening up your rose um, <laughs> in <a few> <laughs> slow motion. Is that what got you free, Magianos? Oh, he had already messaged me earlier in the week. Um, so what happened after my piano? Y'all just went home? Or answered. Went to his house. I went to my house. And uh, oh, and then I played um I played Switch with my nephews. They kept beating me in Mario Kart. All right. The, the story is boring now. Story is going where I didn't want it to go. So that's uh uh EJ sad ass uh Valentine's Day. But not only um is it Valentine's Day. It's also Black History Month surprise, people. Um, and I kind of just, I was talking to my daughter about it and I was asking her, I was like, what are y'all doing for like, uh, what are y'all doing for Black History Month? And she was like, nothing. I said, y'all had no project. You know how you all had to do a project or you had to do a speech or something. Something happened, a presentation, something. And she was like, nothing and i was just like is it because i'm in gwinnett now is this why because when i was in black areas you know i I would tell you i grew up in all black areas this was more of a big deal but i'm like am i because of gwinnett that that this is not going and then i start noticing like on tv and stuff the only time i honestly saw people celebrating like kind of black history month was when i was watching sports center and i understand that sports center is just like basically capping to, to black folk right now. I understand that. But they were the only ones. Uh, first Tate was at an HBCU. They were, one episode, they was at Morehouse. I got a call. Um, my dad was like, hey, uh, Sports Center is at, I mean, First Take is at Morehouse. You going to watch? Wednesday. Every like, Wednesday, they went to HBCU. Yeah, but he so called me. He was like, they at Morehouse. Like, I'm supposed to be excited. I was like, you know I ain't go to Morehouse. And so, but he's, he, he called me excited, but that is the only time I saw anything celebrating Black History. I wanted to see, first of all, did y'all see kind of the same thing? I mean, Instagram, Anybody I mean, I mean, Facebook has some Facebook posting as far as Black History Month. I mean, like my hometown, they're big. Yeah. So I, I saw some remnants of Black History Month this year. Just some? I mean, I think like I was, I think it's just because of what's going on, people just got a lot going on right now. So I think that's probably why it probably didn't get as much attention this year in comparison to previous years. That's a poor excuse. Not really. I mean, every holiday hit getting a hit, taking a hit. I think this Valentine's Day was really the first holiday per se where people kind of like ventured off a little bit, but really just everything been taking a hit. I think in your world, like the holidays are taking a hit. I, uh, I think people are much in these. Now, I think overall, I don't think people celebrated Thanksgiving, Christmas, 4th of July, and all those holidays like they did in the past. Yes, they did. What, what, like, what do you do in those days? You what, what do you do? You're with your family. 
you barbecue those exact same things still happen. Not on a, not with everyone though. I don't think a lot of people celebrate like I think it's a good hit. It's not a hit enough. You're you're saying like the holidays took a hit. They still celebrated Thanksgiving. They still celebrated Christmas, even if it was not in the same vein that they usually. They still celebrated these things. You're saying like, oh, there's stuff going on. Uh, we'll push Black History to the uh, to the back. No, I'm saying that things going on. We push everything to the side. Like a lot of stuff we just haven't been focusing on. That's true. I just seen a flyer the other day for All Star Weekend in Atlanta of a club that's not true but on a grander scale not everybody's going to be doing this that's not everybody but still they're still doing it they're still doing a version of it yeah and i think so, the version of black history <laughs> i disagree i disagree get in this wrong and i don't think that enough i don't think enough was done this year like i haven't seen much, haven't heard much. Like, absolutely, it's just we, here. We get the Martin Luther King speech. We didn't even get that. Yeah, I didn't and even see that. You you don't get any movies, nothing like nothing like that. I, I mean, except for ESPN, and I've seen a couple of stuff on HGTV. Um, yeah, that's about it. Only sports. Sports was the only like when I watched the Hawks game, they did a halftime and they introduced a black uh, athlete. That was it. It's only sports that I've yeah. seen. Anything. Even like if you watch the next game, they'll, they'll, watch they'll, sports. That's why you mostly only notice that's it with sports. True. That's absolutely But you not. watch sports more often than you watch most stuff. Will you not agree? No. Because no. I've seen it I everywhere. I've thought a lot. Yeah, Me? I've seen yeah. it everywhere. It's been in my job. They send out stuff every day. It's been on Facebook. Yeah, it's, it's um, when really I'm watching, a lot. Yeah. When I'm watching, um, where? <laughs> like, stop telling me you've seen it a lot. Where? I was just telling you. I said at work. At work. On. I've seen tons of commercials. When I was watching just the Australian Open, there was so much stuff that was happening. Of course, that is sports. But I was also looking at um, SVU. That channel had a whole bunch of stuff that was going on there. Um, Serena Williams was shouting out to was basically doing like a, a recall of Flojo with her outfit. Like there was a lot of stuff that was happening um, that I've seen. Yeah, so I again think that it has to do with your like what you're watching and, and where you are. So I mean, Black History Month is not something First of that's all, so by people mostly I'm other than Black people. Well, you, you asked me. Saying, how, is, how are you going to agree with Edward, but then say we pushed it to the back burner? Which I, one is it? Like, I, I think it's kind of crazy to ignore what's going on in our country. There's a lot of other things happening but you can't in addition say, to you celebrating can't agree Black with history. Edward, but then say it's been yes, I can. I think, like, I, I think people are celebrating in a different way. So I think that you have Black history going on, but you also have a lot of other things going on in our country that's also competing with Black history. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's no different from what's been going on with everything that's been going on in our country. Like, it, it really is that. Like, a lot of, like, you may not be feeling, like, for example, from your perspective, you're not feeling COVID, you're not feeling the impact of COVID in comparison to how other people in the country is feeling. So if you were to gauge your experience with COVID based off of, like for example, if I was to make an assessment of COVID 
based off of my experience, it'll be completely different from how what's going on overall from a broader scale. Like for me, if I like I'm doing good for COVID right now. Like I, I started working again, stuff is going on, but on a grander scale in terms of what's going on in the country and the impact of it is much higher. I think it's no different than all the other stuff that's going on in terms of holidays, Black History Month. Even think, think about point was you can't agree with Edward then. No, so I'm just saying agree. that they're celebrating any different way. So it may not be something visual, but if you go to Facebook, every day in Facebook, you'll see something where someone posting um, in this day in history or making some type of reference in terms of mentioning some type of history with, with Black history. It may not be on a billboard visually in your face or in the program. Like, for example, every year in my hometown, we would have programs for Black History Month. That's not happening because of COVID. Or you will see like people having the walks, or even for us the MLK Day with Pop Fraternity, there's a march down, downtown that we have every year that we go to. That's not happening because of COVID. But in, but if you go to places like Facebook and other places, then you see it a lot more visual there in comparison to how we typically celebrate in a physical present present day, is what I'm saying. I have not seen it on Facebook at all. I, we got different friends. I have not seen that. I'm not I still talking. I watch. Go ahead. I still think that in the grand scheme of things, period, I agree that it's not done enough. And I think that it's not just this year. I think it's every year and every and all the time. So um, I think that Black history is overlooked and we try to shove it all into like this one little month when there's so much more history that a lot of people don't even know about, even we don't know about. I mean, we also have to be the blame in this situation. We have posted nothing Black history through our channel at all this month. So um, I do agree with Char at, to a point that there's so much other stuff going on. Not that it should overshadow Black history because it's important, but I think there's a lot of stuff going on like in everyone's life, even if we just look at our lives, right? Like you have a baby, stuff's going on. Shamor yeah, is going through, you know, he, I mean, there, I'm just saying there's lots of stuff happening and I think it's still important. And I think it's alarming though, that, you know, like it's not as celebrated and we don't talk about a lot of things. So I agree with y'all on one end, but well, it should be more. I, I'm saying I talk about black history quite a bit in my household. Uh, my uh, Dax's godfather bought even Kylie a book. It was like, a famous uh, historical black women and I wanted to go through that with her every single day the only reason I stopped doing it because it was like pulling teeth with her and and I'm trying to show her the importance of this the, these women that did like trailblazers for you to be in your future these women did this for you to be at your and even when we was doing the uh, inauguration and I wanted to, to hear her speech or, or get sworn in, it was like pulling teeth then. So now I'm she? like, do these kids even like, she's 10. And I was like, these kids don't even care. Like for me, and that's why I'm about to ask you about how was Black History growing up, because for me, my mom was hugely pro-Black. I had books that I had to read. I constantly read books about Black history. I was constantly told about my history. I mean, but she she's 10, so at 10, she's really not going to be interested in that. She's interested in other things. I know you're trying to get her involved in it, try to get her interested, but you're just going to have to be patient and pull those teeth because, honestly, she just ain't interested right now. So you got to keep pushing it and keep emphasizing it. 
that you know like this is what you this is what you your history this is what you came from this is great stuff that we did in our past so it's going to be hard and it's going to feel frustrating but you're just going to have to keep doing it because she's still young and then you know it wasn't something that was done from when she was like three and can read all the way up you weren't just reading you know history books or not only history books but things about black history so it's going to take time and you're just going to have to not get frustrated and just try to keep pushing it so she can get through it but i'm saying it's a culture of them growing up and i don't know if it's like her growing up in Gwinnett is different than me growing up in the cap so no i don't i don't don't think think it's it's that i think it's i think it's that your mother pushed it so much when you were younger so like every day you you did that and you were accustomed to that she's not accustomed to it Mm -hmm. so it's going to be harder for her to want to be interested in it than you were when you were younger because it's not her lifestyle that she's not the same lifestyle that y'all had it's not about where she grew up at it's more of what was there before and leading up to it so you're coming in trying to teach her black history and try to get her involved in black history but she wasn't exposed to it or right really pushed into it at an early age yeah and i think that's probably a bigger problem with generations now because going to your question me growing up we were in black history early it was like we were in the school plays, we were in the church plays, we were doing the programs in our community, and that started from when you can walk. So that's how how ingrained Black history was in where I grew up. Like it was to the point where people draw um dress on a, like in African attire. I mean garments. Like we went that far when it came to like the same guy every year in my town. Some of the change don't come every year. That's the memories that are ingrained in my mind when it comes to like black history. That is such a, it just was a, it just was something that was expected every year it came around. Well, so, and then, so then for me it was a little different because I'm West Indian, so most of my mine came from West Indian Black history, not American Black history. So I played a little bit of catch up moving here. You know, of course, you know about Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King, you know, Hugh P. Newton. The, the the big names. So it's more of catching up to learn other things that you didn't know before, whereas I knew more West Indian Black history than anything else, like, you know, people that fought for our freedom, um, major players in the industry for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I was like, you should be proud because for us, we're the most resilient race. Because look what where we came from to even where we're at now. And that's why you have to show you have to show what these people went through and the struggles they went through. Like Jackie Robinson didn't want to be the first yeah. African baseball player. That's not, he didn't want to break barriers. He just wanted to play baseball. But, but, but in all that, he had to go through all the way he went through to see, you know, baseball players, athletes making a hundred million dollar contracts. Now. Also, more importantly, when you're going through something, you don't realize you're making history. So I'm pretty sure when he was doing all the stuff that he was doing, he didn't realize well, you know, some people have an understanding of the weight of gravity of what they're doing, but some people are just living sometimes well, no, in terms of this, and it becomes history in terms of when they look back and see all the accomplishments, accomplishments they made over the years. So I think most people just want, they don't want to be like the head, the face. They Like Jackie Robinson just wanted to play. Uh, yeah, baseball. they don't want the recognition. They just want to be like, you know, they, I mean, when I say recognition, they want the recognition of their achievements, not mm-hmm. the asterisk of, I'm the first black person to do this, but more of 
I did this because of my intelligence, my athletic ability or whatever it may be. You don't want to be more labeled as just one thing. Right. Absolutely. So my question, EJ, I'll let you start. Um, do we let America off the hook for only making Black History Month a month and not um, more? And when I say America, I don't really talk about white America, but um, are we really making a, getting them off the hook? Um, I think that, I mean, like a lot of things that we talk about on the show, it's kind of our responsibility to make sure that Black history is something that is not just a month-long thing. And I think that sometimes we forget to do that. Um, so... I wouldn't give them the power to say that they have the opportunity to dictate whether or not Black history is discussed or not, because that's a power that we can take into our own hands by doing what you're saying, like by teaching children about, you know, our history and what the real things that happen that are not talked about in um, the books that they will read in school when they're learning history. Um, to shine light on things that have happened and to shine light on current issues as well. Um, so I think it's more of our responsibility. I'm not giving them a hook because I'm not giving them the opportunity to say what we can and cannot talk about when it comes to Black history. So, like, so with that, that's I, just I, my, my um, take on it. Like, I agree with Ed. It's like, it's not, you know, it's not their obligation. It's ours. You know, they don't give them the the power to say, well, we did this. We're supposed to be teaching our kids that we're supposed to be showing what our culture was like going back from Shaka Zulu all the way up to now and mm -hmm. everything that we've done and accomplished in the years that we've been here before here <laughs> and, and still going to be around. So it's the encouragement of basically like what you're trying to do with, with your daughter. It's, it's what every person should be doing with their children. Yeah, my only fear, though, is that that a lot of people don't have the knowledge basis to, to do it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds cool that we should be the ones responsible, but I mean, it takes a lot of education on your free time to kind of look this up. I didn't really start learning. And again, I went to All Black Earth. I didn't uh, really dig into like Black people's comments until I went to college and I went to an HBCU. So it took even to that part. But even then I had to go dig up my own knowledge. And that's when I started learning about Africa, like Africans before uh, uh, the Europeans came over, like even learning that was, was college. So that is being learned so much later on that it's hard to give, I guess, I understand what y'all saying, but also the education got to be better so they can teach or we have to have better teachers teaching them or them even wanting to learn for that knowledge to be passed on. Go ahead, Char. Um, I guess um, I, I, I kind of agree with, with uh, Raw. I guess I'll agree, y'all, because when we look at history, just overall, just our history as well as American history, it's really taught at a surface level in a school system, period. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it kind of becomes our responsibility to expand our kids' knowledge of, um, of, of our history because no one is going to teach their history better than, than yourself. Um, I think at the same time, I think um, I, although I love the idea of having the Black History Month, I just hate the fact that we need to push the net, like 
overall, I would say we need to we need to do a better job of actually making sure that we have some our, our history displayed all year round. And I think sometimes we do get caught up in okay, it's Black History Month, and then we kind of um, um go down from that point in time like that Black History. Um, I think in terms of giving America, I think America because we are so impacted by the society that we live in in terms of the brutality that we face in the um in the workplace where we're what where we feel like like a cities i mean companies feel like okay if i had that one black guy and i'm okay or if i just have people of color i'm okay i think all that's connected to always trying to just giving us just a little bit then actually trying to look be able to get to the point where we're hired because of our ability to not just being able to meet some type of okay I have one black person, we're good. So I think America needs to do a better job. Saying I met quote. Yeah, we we have two options. We either build our own and and, and actually create avenues um, for our own people or demand more by making sure that we have a focus on our history as Americans and not just necessarily African-Americans. So those are two options we have, yeah. I, f- I feel like I disagree slightly just because I, f- I feel like it's our obligation to teach. I mean, in this, in, in this day and age, is nothing but technology where you can find anything that you need to find. Information to be, is free. Yeah, to, uh, to actually teach your children about Black history. Like, Bro, it, let me it's, interrupt you real quick, though. We've seen a lot of people spew out misinformation. Like, we can go to COVID. We can go to politics. We've seen a lot of people spew out misinformation. That's why I'm I'm a little hesitant to give people the, the reins to do that because they spit a lot. Like, remember Harriet Tubman, that, that phrase that come out, I freed uh, a, a thousand slaves and I would have freed a thousand more if they knew they were slaves. She never said that. That's not a real quote. But people keep pushing that as if that was a real quote. The Willie Lynch letter is not a real letter. No. But yet people are pushing it as if it was real. So that's why I'm a little hesitant uh, of the misinformation. I, I get what you're saying, but it's more of, if you do your research, you're able to, you know, differentiate between fact and fiction. It, it's Bro, we for- had people, I'll cut you off, we had people that didn't want to take the COVID test because they said it was giving them COVID. Like, we, like, this, that's what I'm saying. The range of the misinformation still giving them that's the responsibility. But the, those are people that are not willing to do research. Those yeah. are people that are willing to accept what people say on social media as gospel. Yeah. And I'm, I'm talking about actually doing your real research, like understanding what it means when people in Rome and Italy still say the phrase Hannibal's at the door. Hannibal's at our door. You, I mean, a lot of people don't understand what that means. Like you, you gotta understand. Like explain. doing real explain. research. Hannibal was an African general who almost conquered Rome, who almost destroyed Rome, right. crossed the Himalayas, and was at actually at Rome's door before he was stopped. Right. Like he almost destroyed the the industry of Rome. So it's like that's great. I just wanted to explain for people that know. Go ahead. That's great history right there. Like. You had the one the one person that came closest to destroying the fabric of Rome was a black general. He was the first to introduce mm-hmm. the war elephants. Like it wasn't India, it mm-hmm. was him. 
You know, and it's like, isn't that Spartacus, which is fictional? Oh, I did like that uh, show. It was a really good show, though. It wasn't a gladiator. Thank you for it was a black general that did this. So, so it's like we, we have to understand our history. You understand why it's still a bad word in Spain for people to say in Moors. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's so much history out there. Not only just our history, but also in European history, where we've done so much that it needs to be talked about. Not only just African American history, that this just Black history period around the world, it's very influential. So it's like you know, learning this stuff. It's it's important, and we shouldn't rely on other people. We should be able to fact check and do re- actual research and try to teach Absolutely. our kids this stuff. And also, I guess there's a reason why there's misinformation out there because they want to hide, they want to hide, they want to hide, they don't want us to know who we really are. And I think they want to downplay our contribution yeah. and our intelligence that we, that we've had for centuries. So, yeah. So that's why we got to make it a point of even pushing the agenda even further to let people know who we are, to just, right. you know, to, just, to, to, to take our proper place in the world in a sense. So, yeah. Right, because it's just like, like we get taught, it's like distant from Africa. Or we, we get, we didn't get taught, like I didn't, I was in college when I found out the one, like Ethiopia actually defended themselves against um, European colonization. They actually won. The short course, the Europeans came back with bombs and eventually took it, but they were the first ones to actually defend themselves. So it's a a lot of history that um, we need to be said. I'm just, again, man, I'm just a little shaky. I'm with you. I agree with y'all. I'm just a little shaky. I mean, before before Europeans came to Africa, Africans were sailing to Europe to do trade. (laughs) You understand? Like, right. So, so do, do we tr- not only do trade but conquering? Right, but do we do a misjustice only regulating like Black History Month to, to the heavy hitters like the Harriet Tubmans, the MOKs, the Malcolm X's of the world? Do we kind of like kind of handicap ourselves because, like you said, Black people not only in America have has has done huge things, but we kind of when we do Black History Month, we kind of just hit these little these points, Martin Luther King is always one, Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, maybe Rosa Parks. You know what I'm saying? Like, we hit those ones, and then we're good. Like, do Yeah, of course. And that's the thing. It's like, we all focus on what's, like, the mainstream names. And then, mm-hmm. we, and then it feel like it's okay, like, we taught something. But we don't teach the, the smaller, more important instances that have came across our lives and shit that, and stuff that affects us every day mm-hmm. i guess also right, especially go ahead and Sean. also there's tears to black history in my mind i feel like there's the national stage that we all talk about as far as the malcolm x the mlks but then there's also the, the trickle down effect the the, the um, heroes in our communities you know, like Daryl was laughing, but my like my you my posted. You know, bring I, up yourself. I knew you was coming. No, bring I'm up making a point because of our conversation. 
I was trying to not say this. Go ahead. No, because this is. I think this is going somewhere because, like, Dad was laughing and he sent the text because my mom and my and me was on ours on my high school. Hold on, on explain to people first before you say this. I sent the text because he should not be on the same board as Barack Obama. There's no way. But the question is, why why should I Barack? Why should I not be on the same page as Barack Obama? Huh? Because you're firing black people. No, I'm on the same for the page. Man firing black but all those aside, because because that's it may not be history to you, but it's history from a hometown where that young kid who had never who want to be an engineer and never saw an engineer to see somebody that comes from his town from his place be able to become an engineer. Because most of our history, our black history, is impacted. Although we look up to those heroes of Obama, our history is impacted by the ones that we that's around us and the people that we that we can feel and touch and we see their progress because they literally come from where we come from. So although we give a focus to the top hitters, we also gotta you know pay attention to the people that's around us and recognize the history in that as well. So so everybody, I mean, uh, big up Char for Black History Month. I, I agree, history, but Char for Black History Month. I agree, so, but I, I, I don't know, you know, you know, you're like black history. You know, like Phoenix history. <laughs> oh, you like laughed at Phoenix school like history. Martin Luther King and Michelle Obama. I was just yeah. like, that's too much. You do it too much. Like for example, in our in our in our fraternity, we have nationals, regionals, we have state, we have chapters. Each of those levels so you have some type of history, some history associated with it that impacts someone at those levels. So black history is an it encompasses everything that comes with being black. Anybody I, can I, be I history, anybody it. can be history or can be an uh, inspiration to right. anyone. You you are history. I mean your area is a predominantly black area, but yeah. you're not specifically black history. You're more like Phoenix High School history. No, I am black history. We are no, black history. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing at all. <laughs> it's absolutely the same thing. I, I, I completely disagree because I think. What have you done up. for Phoenix, Phoenix, Louisiana? Since <laughs> so you left. <laughs> who are y'all to define what black history is? I can define black history because I'm black. We all can define black no, history but, in our but, own so way. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if we're talking about black history, we're talking about it as a movement and what has happened not only in history, but what's also pushing narrative to move our race forward. So yes, while yes, you came from a small town in Louisiana and yeah, people are aspired by you in that area, that's not all encompassing of black history. Like that, you know that doesn't affect everyone. I, I it only absolutely 100% agree with that. Because if you look on Facebook, they don't just call, like, we can't say, we can't say we don't look at the Harriet Tubman and not look at the people that inspire and impact the history in your community, not just mine. I'm pretty sure there's people in Barbados that you look up to that may not be known in your area. It may be people in your hometown. It may, that history all is important. And it's all, this isn't making sure that you understand who you are but nobody's discounting that nobody's discounting that. that what you did was was not important but no, it's not black history let's it take it off of me there are people that like there's a there's a um there's someone in my neighborhood um uh, Tyrone edwards 
in terms of what he did for our community and the history that comes along with him, he that is history to someone in our community in terms of the first that he did for our community. Even the, right. people, the first councilman, the first the first um, um, parish presidents, those are history specifically to my region. And everyone has that, not just me, but everyone has that. And that's just, as, and that's, if anything, more important, in my opinion, in terms of being able to inspire people to do things in comparison to the, it's just as important as the Obamas and everyone else as well. Because at the end of the day, you inspire high, but also when you have people who, who you see, you want, where you want to be somewhere and you see it done, that's just as important. No one, yeah, no I, one, I, I, the, the question nobody, isn't about, importance. No one's questioning that it's important. We're just saying that we wouldn't define it as Black history. But the question well, I would I define mean, it as representation is important. The and question you was, do we just focus, it the way. do we just focus on the top hitters? And no, I think that's not what we're saying. We're saying what, what you're saying. Yeah, but, no, no, but what we're saying is we're, we're arguing your point that it's Black history. It that's is. the point we're arguing. We don't it feel like it's Black history. We don't feel like it's we don't feel like it's Black history. We feel like it's important because it's important to see Black people represented <laughs> in other areas. So it's an inspiration to them to want to be to aspire to do that. But it's not necessarily pioneering anything for Black I people absolutely in a grand scheme of things. We, we just gone, we disagree on that one. I That's think fine. all of it, the whole point of all of it is history. So, so let me ask a question. What, yeah. what exactly do you believe you're pioneering? Huh? In terms what of what are you I'm making talking, better for the next person what, coming doesn't matter what you think of you because you know me personally, but for someone, and just like, let's, let's take it off of me for a second. Let's put it in but, general but of any one, one of us. You? We are inspiration. Like, like we kind of take, we, we, we don't take into effect or take the importance of being able to build generations, communities, those things. That, all the things we build and we go on from um, generation to generation to generation to generation to generation is history and is important in terms of building the foundation of who we are. So this yeah, is important. But that's my history. Let me, keep, let me keep going. Just like it's important to acknowledge the history as far as what's happened on a broader page, it's just as important as history to define a history that comes through your own personal journey in your life as well. So that's, that's history just like uh, in Black history, just as important as the other idols because but that's not that's local history, but more we're not, not arg- history. we're not arguing with you that it's not important. The, the point that we're arguing, the argue, the point <laughs> that we're arguing is history? not black history on a significant <laughs> level. It's, it's no, more, but uh, the, that's the part we focus so much on the high thing. Y'all act like I'm just a guard. Do you think you're black history? Yeah, I think I'm black. Okay, yeah. history. I don't have some kind of way. We've all done things that. That's what I mean. We so what I'm the saying first to that do in our family or whatever. But I'm just saying all of it that, is encompassing. Why you? I'm not disagreeing with you in terms of everything. But I'm saying is everything is encompassing. You can't just look at one piece of it. And now look at the bigger picture that it comes with being who we are as people. Not oh, just people, everyone. Okay. We all have contributions that impact someone and someone should be on the same as the first black president. What they're arguing is, is that I agree. What you're doing is extremely important because a lot of us want to be rappers and ball players because that's all we see. That's all right. we see driving the nice cars, driving that's see. So you being a representation. It's extremely important. 
I think if I had a more representation, I probably wouldn't be where I was at. I'd probably be strive to be like it, maybe an engineer too. Who knows? That's important. It's just awkward for me <laughs> to yeah. see you on the same board. Yeah, also, like, I mean, think about this. The first, the first black professor at Mercer University is history was somewhere you? to someone. The first black per- professor at yeah, UGA. That is. That's what so that's what we're looking at those things. So you can't just define black history as just the top so what the first black club. Yeah. What do we do? So I guess the important thing for us to figure out, what do we define black history as? Because if that's the what we're arguing, how do we define black history then? To me, black history is is everything in terms of it's 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 the high it's it's levels to it. It's the high hitters that we that all black people aspire to be, the Obamas, the um uh, the um Harry Tubman's of the world, that we see the great successes that they do, but then it trickles down more to the people that impact your community, that makes history in areas that you come from. So just like there's national um, Black History Month in Louisiana, I mean, um, um, members in Louisiana, there are Black people in Louisiana that's making history specific to Louisiana, to Georgia, to New York. Those people aren't Harriet Tubman. They're not um, they're not Barack Obama. So, it, and even from New York, it can go, it can, um, even, I guess, one of the person in our um, fraternity, um, the vice, first vice president. He's the first. He's he one of the first mayors in his in his hometown. That's history. Black history to that town. You can't just look at specifically from a higher tier and just say, okay, that's the only definition of what defines black history to be. But that's not what we're saying. Well, I, think I agree history. with you. I just I think you putting yourself as the first. Yeah. Mayor is just, like, mean, like, that's the funny part. Like the first black <laughs> the first black president of Mercer made it possible for other black presidents. And then but you don't know who that <laughs> is. Like, is it right? like the question is, and this is mad if I know who. We don't celebrate that guy at Black. We don't celebrate that guy on, in Black History Month. Are we talking about uh, what we're talking about? Like we say, are the Harriet Tubmans and all those people. We're not talking about the first Black president of Mercer. Okay, so so answer your to answer your question, Daryl. I mean, I'm sorry, Edward. <laughs> you were the one to ask the question. I define Black history as a person who makes a change and helps it helps us to be better as a community and helps us and helps us to strive to be better and come up behind that person. Not somebody who's the culture forward. Right. So like so like when you say the first black president of Mercer, he allowed he opened the door for other black presidents after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willis, Willis Reed saying. being the first <laughs> black coach for the Knicks, open doors for other black coaches. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Shamor Miller being an engineer, <laughs> engineer <laughs> in Phoenix. Shamor Miller being history. an engineer is history to John, someone <laughs> in Phoenix, Louisiana. I'm sorry. Like we laughing, but I'm sorry. John, I agree with like, that. I'm messing with, that. I'm messing with you, man. I'm messing with you. Yeah, man. I mean. And not just me. I think even for you, for, for, um, for Daryl, for Edward. I think we need to look at, we, thought, we need to start looking at that from a different perspective. I think that's the conversation we need to have. Like, and look at it from a different perspective of just how we look at it now. Let's, let's move on. Um, is are, Do we feel like, though, are we making any progress? So Black History Month was created in 1926. It was for Negro Week. And the reason uh, it was Carter G. Woodson, and it was the he did 
he picked the, the second week in February. He picked it because of Abraham Lincoln's birthday and Frederick Douglass' birthday. They, of course, uh, night was it 76, 70, when they made in. Are we making any progress at this point? Are so you when saying, the are idea comes up to now. Are we making any a, progress a, as a people or knowing our history? Uh, I think they both kind of coincide. Um, yeah, I think they both kind of coincide. So I'm going to say both. Um, knowing our history, I think we already talked about the struggles of knowing the history. But uh, I guess us as a people and as America embracing our history, let me say. Are we making any progress here? Nobody wants to jump in. Are you talking about Americans as a whole? Or are you talking about Black as people? As a whole. America so, as a whole. This my, I, go ahead. You have schools that <laughs> were um, allowing people to, uh, well, at one point were allowing people to have their kids opted out of learning about Black. Uh, and let me tell you, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, uh, you made a great point. There is a principle in Tennessee let me, I was trying to pull up Christy Cowell Drake. This year, theme, Black History Month, you guys know what the theme was? Drum roll, all lives matter. Christy Cowell Drake is a Black woman. She's a Black principal. And she, she made that for a theme because they went at her head. Go ahead, Ed. I just wanted to put some. Yeah, in Utah, some, there was... There was a school that was allowing parents to write in that they opted out. They now um, could opt out of black learning black curriculum. Um, so they had since ended that. There's also a legislation that's trying to be passed. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about like the uh, 1619 curriculum that they're trying to pass that is supposed to um, do talk more about black history in school. It's supposed to become a part of the curriculum. Um, there is a legislator in Arkansas. Um, he's a Republican legislator. Um, his name is Mark Lowry. And he is um, saying that that uh, 1619 curriculum is not accurate. Basically, anything, it, it seems to me, reading from what I read, it seems to me that anyone, any history that makes American history look bad, like they were oppressive or um, anything like that. Basically, um, they don't want that to be taught. So they're trying to say that, you know, um, the United States was not built on the backs of black slaves. They're saying that that's inaccurate. Um, And a lot of other statements they're saying were inaccurate about like how England was the first one to basically abolish slavery. They're saying that's inaccurate because England did not abolish slavery until after the, you know, the United States had, um, had abolished slavery. So they're trying to say that there's a lot of inaccuracies that is making, basically it, it makes American history look bad. And so they're not wanting to shed light on that. So we have legis- we have led- like people in political like positions that want to revisionist our history, right? Re- be revisionaries in our history. So clearly we haven't gone too far past the needle. So that's my take on it. Adding to that, there was a there's a guy who's running for governor in Detroit, Michigan, Austin Chang, and he wanted and his platform is he wants to do away with Black History Month, and he's Nigerian, I believe. I believe he's Nigerian, um, but on, in his platform, he wants to get rid of Black History Month. But you know um, that um, for Africans, 
they, they have a very different outlook on Black America. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see why that would be on his platform. I mean, not only Africans, like a lot of Black Palestinians have a different outlook on Black America, but okay. So back to you, Edward, <laughs> your, your first part. Um, so 400 years doesn't seem to suffice for him. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> now, <laughs> granted, we weren't the only ones to help build America, but I'm pretty sure we create a pretty solid foundation. I mean, well, you, Raul, you, look, don't get, you don't become the greatest country in the world without 400 years of free labor that you didn't right. pay for. I, I mean, yeah, you, you're right. So let, let's give him some, I, I'll, I'll give him something. Okay, so yeah, there were immigrant Italians, immigrant Irish, immigrant Asians, but they still didn't go so through 400 years didn't go through 400 years of uh, free labor, mm-hmm. uh, literally building damn near every structure in the United States. Um, so, I mean, okay, cool. If you don't want to focus on only Black American history, there's so much other Black history we can focus on. If that's what you really want to do, we can we can really we can go beyond sure, America. We can go beyond America and go <laughs> to actual African history. Yeah. European history, West Indian history, and keep it moving and, and show you that there's more than just making America look bad for 400, of, 400 years of free slave, free labor. Well, and if I, I mean, but if America's pissed off that they look bad, they need to that they reevaluate did. yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I they mean, did. let's not talk about Jim Crow, segregation, <laughs> like, Red I mean, <laughs> If you're only focusing on you're focused on okay, you want to take that out. There's just slavery. There's uh, <laughs> the the banking practices that have Red happened lining. over years. Yeah. Mortgage, mortgage, yeah, mortgage loans. What else do you want that <laughs> you don't that you don't want us to teach? I mean, I I don't get it. I, you it's, have the crime bill, tough on crimes. You have all of that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just don't. I, okay, whatever. I, I don't care. And then for the Nigerian guy, I mean, the one running for governor. Um, I, I would really need to know what his aspects of taking that black history would entail. Are you going to teach history all around? Like, is it going to be? I know you don't want to just focus on black history, but are you going to teach everything in court in conjunction with everything because you can't have white right. history without black history you can't have black history without hispanic history you can't right. have well, hispanic me, history without asian history me, and all yeah, that stuff that question for let me answer that question for you bro good what he said was i will cancel black history month in michigan it's offensive unfair maybe illegal americans from all backgrounds deserve a revered history i will declare american history month I mean that's that's more kind of a he, isn't he Trump a Trump um like under Trump um, yeah he's a Republican yeah so yeah he's a Republican that's, I mean I mean that's always real he's saying that more from a political perspective which is all of it wrong but that's really what he's driving for and more from a political angle than anything else okay so, so I do agree with him I feel like every culture should be revered and they have their own history yes but. To make it illegal to teach Black history is totally crazy to me. We, we Isn't don't that, make, wouldn't that be illegal in and of itself? 
it's, it's, like, unconstitutional. it's unconstitutional. But it, it's we don't make it illegal to teach Italian American history, Polish American history. We don't make it illegal to teach English American history. You, you know, we even teach history that's not even American. We talk about, I mean, I learned a lot about what happened in Germany and Berlin and the Nazis. I know more about that than I know. Well, I learned more about that than I learned about Jewish, Black history. Jewish American history. Like, yeah. Here's the, here's the problem. And this is really the problem. Like, going back to Daryl's original question, the reason why we created Black History Week or Black History Month, because that was, it was out of necessity. Um, it was something that was needed because it wasn't something that we were focusing on or we were choosing to ignore as a country. And I guess that's my struggle and battle with Black History Month because you would think over a hundred years, we would have gotten to the point where it's incorporated and it's a requirement as just American history, period. And still a hundred years later, it's still a necessity. And it's a necessity because we do not want to deal with with the blood that we have on our hands and actually incorporate what we need to incorporate and tell the truth about what's going on, how, how this country truly came to be. And that's really at the end of it. So that's why we have this battle for people to ignore Black history because we just want to just wash our hands of it <laughs> instead of just dealing with it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, to your point, I mean, in the history books, though, most of them been written like 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. They yeah. omit a lot of stuff that happened. I mean, like you know someone who went who who went who grew up during Jim Crow. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that's how recent it is. Part of your grandma. You know what I'm saying? Like right. so yeah. So these these I mean history books aren't being racially fair either. So yeah, I mean that's this is why we have black history month. Mm-hmm. I mean if they if they were if the books were racially fair and we actually when you talk American history and you talk about slavery and everything else that came before and after it then it'll be totally different yeah but you don't you omit certain things uh-huh. you gloss over certain things and you you have a small portion to certain things and then that's just the reason why we're here today yeah like ideally you would you wouldn't want black history but unfortunately we haven't grown to that point so <laughs> All right, so last question, then that's where we're going to end it. Where where do we go from now, then? How do we uh, – what should we do for next year to make sure we don't have, like, me or all feeling like nobody is kind of celebrating this? What what can we do better? Um, Overall, as, individually or just um, – Probably individually. Um. I just think we just continue to build our own. Like, like each of us have responsibility to the people that's under our umbrella. So similar to what you're doing as far as Daryl with your family, with, um, with um, Kali, you do the same thing, we do the same thing with our families and make sure that we continue to tell the stories of the people that came before us. And that, and not on, and, and, and build that pride, not only in the, from the stock you come from, but also just the, your family overall. I think we just need to do a better job of just telling our people who they truly are. Because we focus so much on what we're not that we don't take a, we don't focus enough on truly defining who we really are as a people. So we're not, we're not thieves, we're not drug dealers, we're not, you know what I'm saying? We're not what the media portrays us to be. We need to define, we need to define the narrative of 
of who we are as a people. So, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with Sharp. I believe it's, it starts at home. I mean, for us, we just have to educate ourselves as best as we can and try to educate the younger generations of what where we came from, where we're because if we don't know where we came from, we don't know where we're going. And history is doomed, doomed to repeat itself when you don't know your history. So it's more of trying to teach it, teach the younger generation what glorious achievements and culture we have stemming back not only from our 400 years of slavery up to now, but even going further back than that, like coming from Africa, like the entrepreneurship that we had when we were Africans, we weren't savages and just run around, ran around in loincloths that everybody wants to say. And we were cultured. We were building empires. We were conquering nations. They were supposed to be quote unquote more civilized than us. So it's more of teaching from within than to rely on other people to teach us. You know what I mean? Right. What about you, EJ? You know, I agree with that. I mean, there's not much more to say um, beyond what they said. I really think that the You're low. Is on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, well, I just did. And then. Okay. So I, I agree with what was said. Um, I don't think there's much more to add to that. Other, You know, the onus is really on us. And I think that we should always try to take the lead on, on things that affect and influence us. Because at the end of the day, it's us. It's about us. It's about our history. It's about who we are as people and where we've come from. So um, we should definitely take um, into consideration that we need to be the ones that are talking about or making sure that people are educated on our history by first educating ourselves. Um, I think, again, a lot of the times the generation now likes to just look to social media, um, but we gotta, you know, really go to places that are going to give us accurate historical context. Um, that's what we kind of have to push. Um, social media is great to connect with other people, but it's not a source of truth. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do next year is have my daughter meet Shar, since Shar is Black History. <laughs> Dude, we are all Black History. Don't forget that. <laughs> huh? We are all, all, right. uh, all uh, telling the uh, stories of the people who don't come out. Black, Black History. Hmm? All right. Shar, since you're Black History, send us out. Oh. Follow us at all our platforms. Oh Follow us at www.lessofamanpodcast.com. Follow us on YouTube at Less of a Man. Um, I think that's it. We got everything. We got everything. All right, guys. Until uh, next week, remember this is the podcast that tells men wherever they're going to, whatever they're feeling, you are never less of a man. So.